Welcome to the Get Clear with Crystal Ware podcast, the place where we get clear on our goals, own our worth, and learn to be the CEOs of our own lives. I'm your host, Crystal Ware, lawyer and former Fortune 500 corporate leader who found the confidence to say goodbye to a lucrative career and start my own business. Now I'm opening up the playbook and sharing everything I've learned to get you there faster. It may not be easy, but it will always be worth it because you are made for more. So put on your big girl pants, jump on board, and let's reach for the stars. Are you ready to get clear? You are going to want to turn this one up because we have a super packed episode for you today. Solo episode with me, your host, Crystal Ware, bringing you four actionable steps to break free from under paid status and empower yourself to get your worth. I know how hard it can be when you are not feeling valued at work. And while value doesn't necessarily just come from a paycheck, right? Like we have so much more that we are and that we deserve and that we are worth more than just our paycheck. But it is one of the main symbols of how valued and worthy we are at our job. And we need to make sure that we are getting paid what we feel we are worth. Because when you're paid what you're worth, you have a different aura about you. You care more. You enjoy work more. Everything about life is better. So making sure you are getting paid what you feel you are worth is really important and waterfalls out into so many aspects of your life. So... Here we are. We're going to dive in and get ready with the four actual steps that will help you break free and move on into getting the worth that you know you need, that you know you deserve, and that you are going to ask for. So first of all, it's knowing your value, right? Knowing your worth. What are you worth? What makes you tick? What dollar value should you actually dive in and ask for? You have to take the time to actually evaluate your skills, your expertise, what you bring to the table, what your experience level is, what you've done, how many years you've been at it. There are so many things that go into that. Um, Sometimes it can be as easy as understanding what your coworkers make, what other industries would pay, testing the market, seeing what's out there. But that's not everything. That's not all of it. There is so much that goes into the impact that you bring to the table and the contributions that you have made and will continue to make for the organization or a new organization. So having a clear understanding of what your value is will provide you with the confidence to actually advocate for yourself and for the correct compensation, whether that's low, mid, or high of what you feel you deserve. Okay. And then number two is celebrating your accomplishments and preparing a strong case. You need to continually share the achievements that you've made. You need to make sure that they are brought up by your supervisors, that they are shared within the organization. This is not bragging. This is making sure that people recognize what you actually bring and what you are doing for your role. In some ways, this is what I also call job security. I kept a list for myself of these 
KPIs that I came up with for one of my old roles and use that as job security. So if anybody ever questioned or asked what I was doing or from year to year, how was the workflow waning or, or changing? Or if I wanted to ask for a new role that reported to me because the workload had grown, we needed to track that within the organization. But it also is important that you are tracking your other wins and accomplishments and that those are being shared around. Listen, being humble is a great trait, but being humble is not going to pay your bills. So you deserve to pat yourself on the back and to have other people pat yourself on the back too, to understand what your accomplishments are have been and then prepare a case in which to share that highlights these accomplishments and the skills and the value that you have added to your role and the organization. If you can list quantifiable achievements, any positive feedback, other objective and subjective reasons why you deserve the compensation that you are asking for. And if you can, aligning this with the company's goals and objectives to show how investing in you will benefit the organization. Number three, you have to be able to communicate assertively. It is great to ask for something and then stand by and let somebody answer you. But at times you need to be more assertive than this. You need to make sure you're getting time with your supervisor or whatever way that works in your organization with your client if you're advocating for a new um, increase in your fee from a client or a vendor or customer, however that works. And approach the conversation with confidence and assertiveness. That can look like saying, I need to talk to you about my compensation. I'm going to put some time on the calendar for you. And then sharing what you've done, how you've done it, what you've achieved, asking for feedback, and then talking that through. Be prepared to negotiate, go through what that might look like, discuss potential solutions if there's been any issues that they've observed on their end or other issues that may rectify and come to a common meaning. Make sure to stay professional and compose at all times and focus on the value that you bring rather than making it personal. Making it personal makes it hard, especially for big companies to change or go outside of what their standards are. And number four, most importantly, not least of all, number four, explore alternative options or as I like to call it, say bye-bye when you don't get what you think you deserve. And as we talked about with Patricia Brow and what prompted her to move outside of this great job where she was bringing in a pretty hefty revenue for the company and learned that she was making half of what her male counterpart was making. And she said, basically right then and there, that she was going to be leaving because she knew her value. She knew her worth. She had went through these steps. She knew what revenue she was bringing in and then compared that to what her take-home salary was, and it was not anywhere aligned. And she was prepared to walk away and start on her own to make that happen. So you need to be ready and understand what the alternatives are. You may not necessarily find yourself in a position where saying goodbye, at least in the moment, would be the most proper, objective, or um, practical thing to do. But you need to know what your alternatives are when you go in. Do you have other 
offers on the table? Can you afford to walk away without another job? And does that make sense for you? What kind of opportunities are you going to be seeking for personal growth or professional growth and development within the organization or another organization? Are you willing to take additional responsibilities? What does that look like? And you need to be able to leverage what you've taken and what your uh, case shows and either turn that into an effective negotiation with your employer or with the other job that you're looking for or be willing to walk away. Because the worst thing that you can do for yourself is say that you deserve something and then let where you are stand and stay stuck. Because that says, I say this is what I deserve, but my actions don't support that I agree that's what you deserve. So it's just lip service. And when you do that, a company is going to know that they can take advantage of you and they can continue forward and that you're not going to take action. So be prepared. It may not be immediate. It may that you be that you have to build up and find the right opportunity. But if you ask for something and you're not even met or you're not given a sufficient response on why the answer is no or what the other counter offer might be or how they can meet you in the middle or how they can change or share or grow your position to help it fit with what your needs and what you view as your value are, then you need to be prepared to say goodbye. Okay. We don't want you to stand in your own way. We don't want you to continue to feel undervalued. We want you to be empowered that you are worthy and you are willing and you can be wealthy and empower that worth with these four actionable steps. So go from underpaid to unstoppable by honing in, diving in. I know you can do it. If you need more help with this, feel free to send us an email. We can help align you or get you coaching or whatever needs you need to be on a case-by-case basis, whether it's running through mock interviews, looking over your resume, helping you with market research, any of those things. I am available to talk to you about those things. And we will be launching a course to go through all of this in detail later in the year. So be on the lookout for that. If you want to be the first to know, get on the mailing list. The link will be in the show notes. Until next time, keep getting clear. You are worthy of more make sure you ask for what you deserve. If you need help, reach out. We will talk soon. Keep getting clear. Thanks for listening in. If you loved what you heard, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with your friends. Tag us on social media so we can give you a big shout out. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. If you want more, head on over to the website where you can learn all about what we do to serve and support our entire community. Until next time, keep dreaming big and getting clear. You are made for more. So start living like it today.